This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Uh, so this is a little companion to the quiz that you took uh, instead of taking time in class because we're going to be kind of crunched for time next week because I have to miss that one day and we still have to cover the courts. So I just wanted to go ahead and knock this out um, this way. So um, you should have your quiz back, you should have your answers back. And so we'll just go through the, the questions very quickly and you can see what you missed, why you missed it and all that kind of stuff. And then if you have questions, feel free to to ask me by our text, uh, email, or you can you see me in class, obviously. All right. So number one says the Constitution states that all revenue bills must originate in. And then you have to figure out where all those bills originate. So we talked about this in class when we talked about the differences between the House and the Senate. And remember, one of the things we talked about here was the fact that the House is supposed to be more representative. It is the House of Representatives, uh, more representative of individuals and the people. Okay, the Senate represents the state. <clears throat> so the answer was the U.S. House of Representatives. Uh, and it's because, you know, all this revenue stuff, whether it's taxes, whether it is spending and, and you know, whatever it might be that deals with revenue, it affects us. Okay, and it affects us, uh, it affects our, our, our wallets, our pocketbooks and all those kinds of things. And so because the, the, the representatives are supposed to be more in tune with what we as individuals need, everything's supposed to start over there when it comes to revenue. All right. Uh, number two, uh, dealt with Baker versus Carr. Uh, it asked you which statement summarized the reasoning in that case. So remember, in this case, Tennessee had not redistricted in 60 years. So the population in this county, where Baker's from, uh, had swelled. And this was in Shelby County, Tennessee. And so you had this huge, giant population that needed to be kind of divvied up among a couple of different districts. But instead, they were all shoved into this one district. And so one person was trying to represent all these individuals and it was too much. And so they were underrepresented versus some of the rural areas of Tennessee, which were very overrepresented because you had so few people there. All right. And so that's what that case was about. The answer was a, uh, because rural districts had fewer people representation was unevenly distributed. Um, and so Baker was, was denied equal protection. Um, the other answers there, uh, B was to ensure equal protection under the law. There should be an equal number of rural and urban districts. Well, that's, that's not true. Okay. Uh, you might have, it's just that you can't, it would be impossible to do that because just of the sheer size of some of the, the states and their districts. Uh, C, there should be a redistricting every 10 years at the federal level. That has nothing to do with the feds. Remember, it's all state. So that would disqualify that one. And then D, congressional registration must involve traditionally excluded groups in the process or violates the equal protection clause. Well, that's not in there. Okay. It's based on your state legislature. All right. Number three, when a bill passes the House and the Senate in different versions, the bill is resolved by which of the following types of committees? That's going to be C, the conference committee. So remember that uh, the bill has to pass exactly the same. So it starts in the House. Once it's done over there, it goes to the Senate and they have to pass the same version. If there's any differences, they have to go resolve them. That's the conference committee and vice versa. If it starts in the Senate and goes to the House, then it has to be resolved over there uh, if they don't pass the same exact version. So that's the conference. It wouldn't be select because that's House or Senate. There's no combo there. They don't come together. The rules committee is specific to the House and they don't deal with you know, looking at the Senate bills. And then the standing committee, those are those permanents permanent uh, committees, 
and there's not going to be any House members that go over to the Senate committees, and there's no Senate committees, Senate members that go over to the House committees. All right, boundary lines of congressional districts are drawn by, that's the state legislatures. Remember, we talked about this when we talked about gerrymandering, and this is why it's so important for, you know, whatever party you're a fan of uh, to be in control of the state legislatures when we have the census, because then they get to redraw the lines. Number five, a committee chair in the House is always going to be, C, a member of the majority party in that chamber. Uh, so, you know, remember, uh, that's where all the work takes place, is in the committee. And as the chairperson, you get to make a lot of decisions about the bill. So, hey, we're going to work on this bill. This is going to get on the agenda for a hearing, for a markup session. We'll make these changes. You get to drive all that. If you don't like a bill, if you and your party don't want one to pass, then just put it on the shelf and you forget about it. You don't schedule it for any any kind of uh, time to be discussed in the uh, in the committee. So a lot of a lot of power, a lot of important stuff going on uh, as the committee chair. Uh, the committee system is more important in the House than in the Senate because, A, the House is so large that more work can be accomplished in committees than on the floor. There's 435 of them. That's where the work's going to take place. It's not going to take place uh, like we see in movies sometimes where they're debating on the House floor. That's not going to, nothing's going to get done there. So the committee is where everything gets done. All right. Uh, B, the seniority system plays no role in the House, and therefore committees must play a larger role. That's not even true. Uh, C, the Constitution mandates the type of committee structure in the House. No, it does not. And then D, committee members are appointed by the president. The president has nothing to do with it. So that's why six would be A. Uh, seven, which of the following is an accurate comparison of the U.S. House of Representatives and the U.S. Senate? So the answer was B, and you had the table. And so you had the House on one side, the Senate on the other. And the House... Correct answer was the Constitution's framers intended it to reflect the will of the people. Well, remember we said this. Remember the House is going to be more representative of us as individuals versus the, the Senate, which we said is going to be more for the states. And so that's why B was the correct answer. So A in this one under the House said the majority and minority parties control legislative scheduling and rules equally. Well, that's not true. But remember the, the majority party really drives the House. The Senate over there says minority party party members can threaten to filibuster bill. The majority party wants to pass them. That's true, but the House was wrong, so that couldn't be it. C, most legislative work takes place in the standing committees. That's sort of true for the House. You know, uh, you have the standing committees, subcommittees, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but then the Senate one was based on its size. It tends to have stricter rules affecting the legislative process. Well, remember, that's not true. Remember, we said that um, the Senate is a lot less formal. And then D, members serve two-year terms with a term limit of up to 12 years. And that's not true because there's no term limits. You can have as many years as you want to. The and then the Senate side said members serve six-year terms with no term limits. So that's true. But the, the House side had made it incorrect. All right, eight, uh, debate of a bill in the House of Representatives under a closed rule means that amendments cannot be added. So remember we said that uh, the Rules Committee gets to make those decisions and a closed rule is no amendments. Nine, which of the following statements about motions for cloture is true? Uh, they are used, it's B, they are used by senators to end a filibuster and bring a bill to a vote. So remember, if you're up there filibustering, uh, anybody can stand up and say, hey, I make a cloture motion. And that stops debate, and we have a vote, and we vote to decide whether debate should continue or debate should end, and we vote on the actual bill. Uh, number 10, members of Congress who have adopted the delegate role of representation normally cast their votes based on which of the following. The answer is A, the preferences of the majority of their constituents. Okay, so it doesn't matter what you believe. 
if you take on the delegate role, that means I'm going to do what my constituents want versus the trustee where you're going to do what you want, regardless of what your constituents believe. And then the Politico, that's where you combine the two. Last two, federal benefits that must be funded by Congress and must be paid to all citizens who meet eligibility criteria are called. That's the entitlement stuff. Remember, uh, you are going to get that regardless of your need. So even if you're the most wealthy person in the world, if you qualify for Social Security benefits, then you get those Social Security benefits. It doesn't matter how much money you have. You're entitled to that Social Security benefit. Uh, finally, number 12, advocates of shifting the task of drawing the U.S. House districts from the state legislatures to independent commissions are likely to claim which of the following as an advantage of independent commissions. Uh, the answer was C. Uh, it would reduce the influence of partisan gerrymandering. So if you have an independent commission that's going to draw these lines, uh, that would take out the, the parties trying to draw the lines to benefit them. Okay, uh, so that's your quiz kind of companion, your quiz overview. Uh, as always, let me know if you have questions. I'll try and help you out as best I can. Uh, and just for the rest of this week, just remember we're going to, to review on Wednesday and then test on Friday. And once again, I apologize for giving a test the day before Thanksgiving break. Um, I just, I'm not going to be here Thursday because of a county training session that I have to go to. All right, guys, y'all have a great uh, week, and I will see you in class around school. Later.